Hello and welcome to another episode of the NCC Audio Podcast, the podcast dedicated to discovering and learning how to build a business and grow an audience. I am your host, Nick Chamberlain, and today's episode is the fourth part of a five-part series on The Go-Giver by Bob Berg and John David Mann. And in this series, my co-hosts Brandon Manderson and myself are learning about the secret to success and diving deep into the five laws of stratospheric success. Woo, here we go, part four. Part four, stratospheric success. Hey, Brandon, good morning. How are you? Good morning, Nick. I am doing good. How are you? I am doing just fine. I went to bed last night around 12.30 a.m., and then I woke up around 3.50 a.m., and my son has another fever, Dominic, and we're, like, a little concerned because he has been having fevers every four weeks. So, yeah, we got to go to the doctor and figure it out. Yeah. Figure it out. Say some prayers. Yeah, totally. Yeah. And then we were up with him for about two hours, and then I woke. (laughs) <laughs> I came to work. Mm-hmm. And so one really good thing, though, is you brought me Americano mm-hmm. with four shots of espresso. Oh, yeah. I do that because it's <laughs> has the most flavor. It does have a lot of flavor. Four shots. Yeah. So I knew subconsciously that you didn't sleep well last night. How did you so. know that? That's crazy. Yeah. So I, I just figured, you know. Mm-hmm. Well... Or is this your way of practicing the law last week to this get is it my, in there? Okay, yeah, you <laughs> caught me. I waited till the last minute. <laughs> the very last second. <laughs> Just kidding. So let's do a quick recap on the previous laws we just learned about. Sounds good. Okay. So the very first thing we learned about was the secret to success. Right. Which was giving. Mm-hmm. The first law after that is the law of value. And that was your true worth is determined by how much more you give in value than you take in payment. Mm -hmm. The second law was the law of compensation. Your income is determined by how many people you serve and how well you serve them. Right? Right. And then last week's law, which we had to practice, which we'll talk about in a minute on what we did, was the third law, the law of influence. Your influence is determined by how abundantly you place other people's interests first. All right, so let's get into how we fulfilled this law last week. All right, so since we kind of know what Brandon just did, we'll talk about what I did and see if Brandon did anything else. Okay. (laughs) I did do more than just get you coffee today. (laughs) I know. So for me, I really had to practice this at home, right? Because then I have a wife and two kids, and I struggle sometimes putting their needs first Mm -hmm. when I'm always trying to put my needs first. When I so this past week, I did my best, especially on the weekends. I would when I I would wake up a little bit earlier than everyone else, and then as soon as as soon as the kids would wake up, I went upstairs. I would get them and I bring them down just so Martha can continue to rest because usually she wakes up with the kids at like all the time and gets them ready. So I was like, well, let me just get the kids ready and feed them breakfast so she can just, you know, continue to rest. And so that's like one thing I like to put, uh, that's what I did. But even though on weekends are, is the only time I get to wake up and have, you know, me time or whatever. And so I really just wanted to read my books and hopefully just 
she would take care of the kids and then bring them down when they're ready. But nope, I made sure that I was like, I'm going to put her needs first. She might be, you know, needing some extra rest. So I did that. And then another thing I did was a client really wanted to change the, uh, the format of her podcast. And so I helped her figure out the best way her podcast could serve her audience. And even though it was going to take me a little bit of extra time to produce it, to make it sound great, I let her know that we need to take these steps and it's going to take me a little bit more time, but I really want you to have a great product that's going to really help serve your clients. And so I think those were two pretty good ways that I practiced law last week. Nice. Yes. All right. All right, Brandon. I'm super excited to hear what you did. Okay. Well, here we go. Um, So first I did a, um, I've been, as I've said before, I've been really busy with filming and uh, every weekend shooting short films and stuff like that. Um, Well, it came up this last weekend that I finally had a weekend off. And of course... I was like so excited for my Saturday to just chill yeah. and not have to touch a camera for the day and relax. Yep. And then what I happened? ended up getting asked to shoot a wedding on Saturday. <laughs> and then you had to film an entire wedding. Film an entire wedding. Um, and it was a full day, day's worth of the wedding. And, um, you know, I just strapped my, my wedding shoes on. Yeah put a smile on my face and went to work and helped them out. And I'm hopefully going to give them a better product than what they have asked for. So oh, nice. I would like to, I would like to give back to this, yeah. this family. I don't know the family uh-huh. at all, but they seem like very nice people. And there mm. were, there were, so they paid you a bunch of money and now you're going to give them even more value than what they paid for it. Right. I don't know about, a, <laughs> I don't know how much I'm getting paid actually, but <laughs> <laughs> a volunteer <laughs> who knows could have been but <laughs> as long as you give them a great product Brandon, i'm going to give I'm them a great product because they seem like very nice people and i would like to serve them in that way and you put their interests first yes nice correct and i've also been working on one of our films my girlfriend's film and i have been doing the visual effects for those and even though it's tough and it's a little bit out of my wheelhouse for some of the stuff some of the effects she wants Mm -hmm. i have been you know doing research on how to do these effects in my free time um and also you know i I think it's fun to do either way um but spending a lot of tedious hours uh doing little things like tracking through shots and and stabling shots and doing all sorts of crazy stuff to make the film Mm -hmm. to its best it can be visually and uh technically so nice look at you i'm doing putting that. her interests first yes to make her film amazing yes cool great job brandon and that's only two people three people because i got nick the coffee this morning but, oh yeah you know. oh yeah there's there's a couple more things out there but hey brandon thank you so much for those examples and i hope you all had a great week practicing the third law as well um please tell me about it how it went yeah, yeah, reach, reach out, out to Nick. Yeah. Send him an email, nick at nccaudio.com. Or... Leave a review on Apple Podcasts, you know. I love reading those reviews. They yeah. really have <laughs> some great reviews on there. You know what we should bring back? We should bring back the Instagram comment of the week. We should. I posted a new photo a couple of weeks ago. So, you know, one new photo every couple of weeks. I think that's a, <laughs> <laughs> that's a good, right? Yeah. So, 
yeah, comment on it and I'll give you a shout out on the podcast. All right. So let's get into this one. All right. Here the we go. The fourth law. We're going to learn about it. We're going to figure out what it is. So now Joe is going to go meet the fourth friend. But does he actually meet them? No, he goes in to listen to them. Because the fourth person that's going to present the law is actually a keynote speaker at this huge sale symposium. What? Yeah, so she is the keynote speaker. She's like famous. She is um, a, a big deal, right? Mm-hmm. So she's giving the keynote speaker at an annual sales symposium. It was one of the city's largest events, and it attracts participants from all over the country. Today's speaker, though, was a local resident. Her name is... Deborah Davenport. Davenport. Nice. And so throughout her talk, she's going to reveal what the fourth law is. Mm -hmm. But as we do in this book, we always get into the history of the friend or the guest, and now it's the speaker, Deborah. So how did Deborah? This whole thing just feels like a big scavenger hunt for her, Joe. You know, (laughs) (laughs) just like guess, like kind of guess, like who the friend is, like go everywhere. We're at a sales symposium. Like, who are we going to meet? Oh, we're just going to be listening. Okay, mm-hmm. that's fine. So let's get into Deborah's background. But before we jump into Deborah's background, I'd like to give a quick shout out to our sponsor for the episode, Pop-Tarts. Last uh, week, they didn't sponsor us. I know. But this week, they did. Thank and you. And that means we get free Pop-Tarts. And so do you. If you comment on Nick's Instagram post, you comment hashtag Pop-Tarts with Nick. And Nick will come to your house, eat a Pop-Tart with you, and uh, and hang out with you for about 20 to 30 minutes. Um, remember, <laughs> wherever Pop-Tarts, you're at, wherever I'll, you're at, he'll be there. I'll fly out And eat uh, a Pop-Tart. Remember, there's all sorts of delicious flavors from strawberry to cinnamon to blueberry to milkshake flavored. What kind of milkshake? You find out. Pop-Tarts. Not officially sponsored by Pop-Tarts. Officially um, sponsored by Pop-Tarts. <laughs> So let's get into Deborah's background. She doesn't go too far back, but she goes to where she started her new adventure. So she started her new life adventure around the age 42. It all began when she got three presents for her birthday, mm. her 42nd birthday. The first present was a $100 gift certificate to JCPenney from her best friend. And the second present was... An all-day, all-expenses-paid retreat at a spa downtown that her three kids got her, right? Mm-hmm. And then the third present was the most surprising gift of all. Her husband gave her a wake-up of a lifetime. He walked out the door, and he never came back. Oh, That does not sound like a good present. That sounds like a, a horrible great... event. Yeah. And then you know what she says about it? Hmm. That was the best gift she received. And it took over a, a year to unwrap. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> and she cherishes this gift that she received from that event. And now she wants to share it with all of us listening in the audience. She wants all of our husbands to walk away from us. <laughs> Just so we can learn a lesson. Just so we can learn a lesson. Actually, I think she's... Unfortunately, she had to go through that event. And she received this amazing gift, and now she wants to share with others. Okay. I don't think she wants our husbands to walk out. I think she has another gift, huh? Yeah. So let's get into it. All right. So what is this gift? But before we get into that, she goes a little bit through her story. 
So after that, after her husband left, she found herself suddenly single with three kids she had to feed. And so she went out looking for jobs and it was super difficult for her to find jobs or work. It found out she found out she was over age and underqualified. So she did what any other woman would do at this point in their life at this age. She went out and got her real estate license. There you go. Is that offensive that I just said that? I don't know. <laughs> no, that's good. <laughs> no, I, that's like probably one of the best things you could do at this point. Yeah, might as well try something new that yeah. has potential to make a lot of money. Yeah, everyone needs a home. So Deborah quickly studied and passed her exam and got her real estate license. However, the following eight or nine months were busy with her learning and trying to follow all of the advice and techniques that everyone around her was giving her. Mm-hmm. They taught her every single kind of sales methodologies and closing te- techniques ever invented. It's kind of funny. She goes on to say that she learned the direct close, the deal concession close, the time-driven close, and their trial offer close. She goes on and say, they taught me every close from A to Z. And she goes, you don't. You think I'm joking. She goes, well, I'm not. She goes, well, A to Z, I learned the assumptive close, the bonus close, the concession close, the distraction close, the emotion close, the future close, the Golden Gate Bridge close, the humor close, the IT close, the Jersey City close, and then she goes to the kill and all the way down to the, <laughs> oh my goodness, the Javier Hollander close, the Yaya sister close, and the Zaza Gaber close. She had a close from A to Z, and the audience burst out laughing because she <laughs> it was crazy. Mm-hmm. And you know what? At the end of the year, after learning all of those closes, she had not sold one single solitary property, and she hated every moment of being a real estate agent. Oh, man. Oh, man. And How so, did Deborah, Deborah bounce back from this? So let's find out. What is this gift that made her bounce back? Yeah. So now she's 43 and she's about to unwrap this gift. This ah, is a magical gift. Magical so it gift. took her a year to unwrap, right? Mm-hmm. So she tells her story about how she was actually at this sales symposium that everyone's attending right now. And she talks about how the keynote speaker was a man she never heard about. But he talked about the importance of adding value to what you sell. Oh, even if the commodity was selling real estate, insurance, or hot dogs. And with that, Joe got some goose pimples or goosebumps. (laughs) (laughs) And he realized that Mrs. Davenport was talking about the man sitting next to him. She was talking about Pindar. (gasps) Yep. You can... Excel by adding value. If you need money, add value. And if you need a lot of money, add a lot of value. And so Miss, so Deborah raised her hat, hand and said, well, what if I need a lot of money really fast? And then the man said, then you add a lot of value really fast. There you go. Good old Pindar. Pindar. All right. Okay. So after that sales symposium, she said, I need to add a lot of value as quickly as possible. And she just kept thinking, what could I possibly add to real estate listing by a failed broker in a buyer's market? And you know what she realized? Hmm. Nothing. There's not one single thing she could offer to add value. Nothing at all. So you know what she d- decided to do? What did she decide to do? Quit. Oh, Deborah. Man. Deborah. Come on. I thought she was going to like figure something out. Like figure this is out. the value I'm going to add. I'm going to give away a bunch of free homes. 
yeah, or, to start with. <laughs> she's a go-giver there. <laughs> yeah. And so, you know what she did? It was her last day on the job. She decided she was going to quit, but she had one more listing appointment she had to go to. She had to go show one more home. And you know what? She didn't care about any sales technique or anything. She was just going to go and show this lady a home and sat and that's exactly what she did. She talked to her client and they were just chitting and chattering and they were being silly. She didn't even talk about the price. It was the most unprofessional, sloppy, irresponsible, disgraceful sales presentation in the history of real estate. And guess what? What? Her client bought the house. Oh my goodness. She didn't use one sales technique or anything. She was just kind of being herself and just letting everything go and Lo and behold, she sold a home, her first home. And you know what? She learned something that day. Hmm. Uh, She says that my life as a mom, a wife, and a household manager left me nothing the marketplace wanted. But she was wrong, Brandon. There was something else it wanted. She learned that the market, it wanted a good person. Hmm. It wanted a friend. It wanted someone to care. And that's what she provided She provided all those things, and she's like, you know what? The marketplace will always want a friend. Aw, that's a good one, Deborah. That is Always has and always will, she said. And so instead of trying to find to add some value, she literally found value herself. Herself. She added value by adding herself into the equation. And that's what was missing all along, Deborah. I really am inspired by your story. Me too, Deborah. I just need to be more of myself and give myself and the, oh, I almost said the law. Oh, don't say it We're not going to get there. Don't say it We're almost there, everyone. Okay, thank you for following along. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Yeah, you. Yeah, Mm -hmm. you're listening. I'm super excited about figuring out what this law is. Me too. And so Deborah had this little bit of, you know, uplifting moment. She's like, you know, I'm just going to be myself. I'm just going to go out there and do, do me. Be me, right? Mm -hmm. And so, and after she discovered that the value she needed to add was herself, she has come to sold a few more homes since then. And the audience burst out laughing because she's a big real estate agent and she sells a lot of homes commercially and residential. And then she goes on to describe her story about, later, I met the husband of the woman that I sold the first house to. And he connected me to some friends who were getting involved in commercial real estate. She said, I would never do that again. Guess what? She was wrong again. The husband connected me to some friends. And then Joe's thinking, ooh, someone connected you. And that reminded him the connector. And he leans to Pindar. Who's the connector? (laughs) (laughs) And then Pindar smiled and nodded. So he didn't answer yet. So Uh, still trying to figure out who the connector is. Who's this connector? And then Joe thought, ah, so it was Deborah Davenport who sold Ernesto the Enterprising Cafe, his multi-million dollar commercial properties. When would he meet this connector? Mm. Joe's mind was still buzzing about the connector who linked up Ernesto and Deborah and had helped arrange the financing for Nicole Martin's fledging software business, the lady who started the um, the kids' learning software. Mm-hmm. And then he leans over to Pindar. Ah, the Friday guest. It has to be the connector. It's the connector, isn't it? And then you know what Pindar did? 
What? He just smiled and did not say a word. <laughs> I know, right? So now Joe's listening, trying to figure out what it, this law is today. And he's like, his mind's racing with the connector. And then Deborah goes on to tell us, I'm here because I have the awesome responsibility of and honor of selling you something far more valuable than a house. What I'm here to sell you on is you. <gasps> nice. People remember this. No matter what you're training, no matter what your skills, no matter what area you're in, you are your most important commodity. The most valuable gift you have to offer is you. Yes. Wow. So that goes back to the first law, the law of value. Your true worth is deter- determined by how much more you give in value than you take in payment. Mm-hmm. So if you're just continuing to give of yourself, your value is going up. And when you're giving of yourself and not receiving payment, wow. It, all, all this is like coming full circle. Yeah, wow. it is coming full it's circle. All Everything connecting. kind of ties into each other. Yeah. Cool. And then Deborah goes on to say, reaching any goal you set takes 10% specific knowledge or technical skills. 10% max. Just 10%? Wow, that seems a little low. Yeah. The other 90 plus percent is people skills. What? So you're saying 90% of my interactions and building my business and growing an income is people skills? And Does only that mean 10% we have to start talking to people? Is my technical skills? But I just want to sit in my room and just work on my technical stuff and become the best uh, audio edit engineer and producer. Oh, my goodness. Oh, Me too. Oh, no. Shoot. And you just want to sit behind the desk and just work on your video filming. Yeah, that's all I want to do is <laughs> film my videos. <laughs> okay, so we need to work on our people skills, Brandon. Okay, so how do we do that, Nick? We start a podcast and we start talking. And we start talking to each other more. Yes, and then we need to go out into the real world and we need to engage with other and with others. Okay. And we need to help others. And be loving towards others. Right. Yeah. All right. I'm super and excited. listen to people and yeah. talk to people. All right. I'm going to increase my people skills. Me Thanks, too. Brandon. Thanks, Thanks for Deborah. increasing my people skills, Deborah and Nick. <laughs> and what's the foundation of all people skills? Liking people? Caring about people? Being a good listener? Those are all helpful, but they're not the core of it. What? What? The core of it is who you are. It starts with you. With me? What? So I need to better me in order to increase my people skills? What? All right, let's keep going. As long as you're trying to be someone else, oh, or putting on some act or behavior someone else taught you, you have no possibility of truly reaching people, okay? The most valuable thing you have to give people is yourself. No matter what you think you're selling, what you're really offering is you, you. Wow. Me? No, you. Wow. Well, I'm still a little confused. If I just offer myself, that's going to be increase my people skills? I guess she's saying she wants us to be us. To okay. be us. Yeah, I really want to get into this. All right, I'm let's like get into I'm trying this. to say the word, but I'm trying to hold back because yeah. I really want to reveal this fourth law, stratospheric success. All right, here we go. And then she leans in and says, you want great people skills? Everybody lean in. Uh-huh. And then you want people skills, and everyone's like, "Yes, tell me, please give me the people skills, please." Then be a person. What? What? Can you do that? Will you do that? It's worth ten thousand times more than all the closing techniques that 
ever have been or ever will be invented. It's called authenticity. Oh my goodness. There's the word, Brandon. The being veil has authentic. been torn. Wow. wow. The fourth law has something to do with being about authentic. That makes a lot of sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's how you can give of yourself and be yourself as mm-hmm. long as you're being authentic. Right. Being truly you. Right. If you're following in the footsteps of others and you're just copying and just trying to be someone else, you're not being authentic. No, you're just being someone else. Yeah. So here we want to be authentic. We want to be yourself. And then the talk just ends. Right. Mm-hmm. And so Joe, he and Pindar were in the car driving home and he's just being silent. Joe's just taking everything in. And Joe starts thinking about authenticity and he talks to Pindar. Hey, Pindar, you know why I came to see you Saturday? Pindar nodded. You were hungry to learn about success, genuine success. And then Joe said, actually, no, not really. The truth is, dot, 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 Pindar glances at him. Go on. I came to see you because I wanted to impress you. I wanted to gain your trust, and I was hoping, planning, actually, to persuade you to help me put this deal together, this deal I'm working on to bring your money and connections, and you know your clout, your clout and leverage. Oh, Oh, Joe Joe is just, did he just dig himself into a hole? Is Pindar going to be upset? Joe is really nervous because he just revealed this inner secret. secret plan. And Joe said, it was a stupid reason. And then he waits for Pindar response. And Pindar says, no, it's not stupid. It's where you were. That's all. Besides, that wasn't the reason you came to see me. You only thought it was the reason you came to see me. (laughs) Joe stared. Then what was the real reason I came? Pindar smiled. You were hungry to learn about success. Genuine success. Boom. Boom. And so... I feel like since we're going through this, Brandon, yeah, it's kind of revealing our inner, like, what, why are we doing this? Mm-hmm. Why do I have this podcast? Why are the listeners listening to this podcast? Yeah. Because I think right there, we're hungry to learn about success and we want genuine success. Yeah. I think so. Yeah. And it looks to me here that Joe kind of fulfilled the law right here. He revealed some truthful aspect and Mm -hmm. he was just being authentic he was being himself to pindar yeah but joe doesn't think that fulfilled his duties of accomplishing the law of fulfilling it Mm -hmm. i just said a lot of words there that were kind of silly right Mm. like that meant the same thing (laughs) and so after the talk joe drops off pindar and then joe goes back to his work and he's like okay i need to fulfill this law and so he asks gus can I talk to you for a minute? Mm-hmm. Gus is Joe's boss. Mm-hmm. And then Joe goes on to talk to Gus. Gus, you've been good to me ever since I first got here. I've always thought as you, well, a little naive, old-fashioned, you know? Mm-hmm. Gus nodded. I never believed the rumors about you. I mean, the ones about them just keeping you on out of a loyalty. I never believed the other rumors either, the ones about how successful you've been. But... That part's true, isn't it? The five laws of all Pindar stuff about giving. You know all this stuff, don't you? And then Gus nodded, agreed. Gus says, I have been very fortunate in my career. And yes, I have been to the Stone Mansion. I've learned all of the five laws. And then he says to 
Joe. All right, so it's Thursday. Um, you're on the fourth law. What is it? Joe nodded, authenticity, and now I'm supposed to figure out some way to apply it. Gus said, well, seems to me, perhaps you just did. <gasps> and this is where it gets a little wild. Mm-hmm. Joe stared at Gus for what seemed like an entire minute. Gus smiled. It's you, isn't it? Joe said softly. You're the connector. You got me. Oh, Gus is the connector. Gus, the whole time. The whole time, Gus. So what does it mean to be the connector? Hmm. 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 The connector, the one who connects people together. The one who connects people together. This makes me really think about what a connector is. Mm-hmm. So Gus tells his story on how he's the connector. Yeah. I met our friend Pindar 35 years ago introduced him to Sam a few years later. After that, I invested a few dollars and bought both men hot dogs at a neighborhood hot dog stand. And then he introduced Ernesto and his wife to Deborah Davenport. Ooh, the woman they just heard. Who sold my wife our house. And then a few years later, when some young friends of mine wanted to form their own software company, Nicole Mm -hmm. and her friends, I introduced them to Sam, who gave them financial advice. Sam, Pindar, and I invested in Nicole's little adventure. And we did well, just as we did with Ernesto's Cafe. And Joe's mouth just opened and stared. Gus laughed. I don't know. I just keep finding good horses, Gus says. I've been pretty lucky that way. Joe looked Gus in the eye, and Joe understood that he was saying that Joe was one of those good horses. <laughs> and that it had nothing whatsoever to do with luck. Do you think we can be good horses, Brandon? I would love to be a good horse. I can't tell you how much I've wanted that my whole life. And we just need a good trainer to like lead us to some water. Yeah. But what if... We get to the water. We get to the water? And we don't eat. Oh. When you get to the water, you have to eat. Uh-huh. <laughs> you can lead a horse to water, yeah. but you can't make him drink, eat, eat, eat water. Just water. kidding. You can lead a horse to water, but you can't make him drink, right? Mm. I don't get it, Joe blurted out. Forgive me for putting this so bluntly, but you must be worth millions of dollars. And then Gus says, I'd like to share you my net worth. Joe nodded. Gus named a figure, and Joe's knees went weak. But why do you still work here? Why didn't you tell us the number, Brian? I wanted the number. Oh, well, it's just a fictional character, and Gus makes billions, perhaps. And yeah, he could have infinite money. Yeah. And so Joe says, why do you still work at all? And Gus was about to explain why, but then Joe says, let me, let me take a crack at this. You just love what you do. You love talking with people, asking them questions, learning all about them, finding ways you can help serve them and fill a need and share a resource. Gus stood up, went over to Joe. An old man's got to have some fun. And then walked out. <laughs> <laughs> and then Gus walked out and Joe said, well, I'll see you at lunch. Gus, lunch? He said, you're the Friday's guest, the connector, right? And then <laughs> Gus says, ah, the Friday's guest. No, it's not me. Friday's guest. Now that should be fun. There you go. We don't know who the... We don't. No. And it just ends it there. Ooh. So I'm super excited to figure out what the fifth law is and yeah. who's this mysterious... Who's this mysterious guest? Yes. So that's it. If you guys have any guesses for who the mysterious guest is, go ahead and email it to nick at nccaudio.com. Yeah, and I will reveal everyone's guess. Right. Unless you've already read the book. Yes. Then you already know. Right. So the law of authenticity, Brandon. Mm -hmm. 
Um, I feel like I've been a little raw and authentic in this podcast. I yeah. felt a little more relaxed and just being myself. Yeah. And I've had, you know, some mistakes and hiccups. And that's okay. That is totally fine. Yeah. And I'm just really ho- hoping that this podcast will help others out and yeah. help them to begin their career and or help them to shift mindsets mm-hmm. to really be in a go-giving mindset, being more authentic and trying to increase value by being more of yourself and more giving of yourself time and talents and being a better resource to other people out there in the world. Yeah, totally. Cool. I hope this helps you as well. Yeah. You as a person, Nick, you. Oh, thanks, Brandon. Well, ladies and gentlemen, I just want to say stay tuned for next week's episode as we dive into the last and final law to stratospheric success and learn who this final mystery guest is. Mm -hmm. Thank you, Brandon, for joining me on another week's episode. Yeah. Thanks for having me, Nick. I hope I get invited back next week to finish the book. I hope so, too. (laughs) Brandon, um, yeah, so this Sunday I will be going to the L.A. area for three weeks. We'll be living in a hotel room for three weeks. Oh, my goodness. So my daughter can be attending Napa Therapy Institute uh, for three weeks of intensive therapy. But I do believe we'll still be putting out new content as well. Yeah, we will. All righty, everyone. Thank you so much for listening. And if you're interested in learning more about podcasting, how it can be beneficial to helping you build your business and your brand, then please do not hesitate to reach out to me. I would love to help you reach your goals. Please feel free to go to nccaudio.com, email me at nick at nccaudio.com, and connect with me on social media. Your favorite one. I should be there. Thank you all so much, and have a great week. Woo! All right, goodbye, everybody. Thanks. Peace. Bye.